Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. And we are in First uh, John chapter 3, and we're looking at verse 14 and 15 this morning. So let's jump right in. I got the wrong verses up here. I didn't get that changed yet. But moving right along through chapter 3, and here we are again looking at John, the Apostle John. And uh, this this whole letter sounds somewhat repetitive. He, he's saying a lot of the same thing, and just in different ways, because he's trying to really get the message across to the ones who are going to read this, to the listeners. Now, um, we've heard him talk about the difference between walking in the light, walking in darkness, and he's mentioned a little bit about love and hate, and he's going to talk about that again today. But one thing we have already gathered is John is making it very, very clear that you either are a servant of the Lord and you display certain characteristics when you are, or you are not. You cannot persist in sin and continue sinning and call yourself um, a believer. You cannot um, continue um, hating your brother, as we're going to talk about today, and call yourself um, one who loves God, okay? One who follows the Lord. And so he, he's making it very clear. We got a false teaching in the church saying you can live in sin. He's trying to combat that. He's also got some people who do not like him very much in the church. And we don't hear that much about it in First John. You hear more about it in Second John and Third John. In those letters, there's a specific person in the church that that is trying to tarnish his image. The Apostle John, yes, that that happened. That happened even early in the church. And uh, part of what he's saying today, I think, is a little bit retaliation against that. So let's go ahead and read verse 14 and 15. Verse 14 says, We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. That's talking about brothers and sisters in Christ. Whoever does not love abides in death. Okay? Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Now, first thing, right off the bat, I want to clarify. This verse has often been misused in the past to say that if anyone has ever committed murder, that means they just can't get saved. Okay, And that is not true. That's not what this verse is saying. John is constantly talking about in here, about practicing and abiding in. He uses that term right here, but he's talking about Christ. But his, his point is that if you're living in sin, you're living in hatred, and, and let's say you have committed murder, okay, and you approve of it, and that was a good thing that you did it, then yes, you're abiding in that sin. But if you have in the past committed murder, now you've come to know Christ as Savior, that's, that's different. You're redeemed, okay? You are forgiven um, if you truly have surrendered to the Lord and embraced Jesus Christ and have repented of those sins and turned from them. So that he's not saying here that, oh, well, this is one sin that just can never be forgiven. That's not what he's saying. So we've got to understand the context. Now, the idea here is obviously John is pulling from some of the preaching of Jesus 
back when he was young, he remembered hearing the teachings of Jesus. And Jesus taught that if, even if you hate someone, if you hate them uh, in your heart, that's the same as committing murder because that's where murder starts, right? Hatred, anger, jealousy, bitterness, whatever. And then it, and then it um, coalesces and manifests into the action of murder. And it starts in the heart. And so John's point here is, yeah, you may never actually physically harm someone, but if you loathe them in your heart, wish them to be gone, wish them to be dead, then you, you are guilty of murder. You are guilty of murder in the eyes of God. But he says, listen, this is evidence that you know that you have passed out of death. Why does he use the term death here? What does death signify? What does that mean? Okay. Well, the death he's referring to here is the spiritual death. And what death is, spiritually speaking, is you have no relationship with your creator. You have no connection with your creator. That's the point he's trying to make. This is a very, very bold statement John is making here. And he continues to make throughout 1 John. If you're living in sin, okay, if you do not love, if you, love does not abide in you, you are in death. Death is just another term for saying you are separated from God. You don't have that connection through redemption with him. Okay. Now, he's not saying that if you sin, you lose your salvation. He's not saying that if a Christian fails and commits a sin, that all all the sudden that means that they were never saved that's not what he's saying as christians we're going to make mistakes we're going to fail we're going to fall into sin the difference is living in sin practicing sin abiding in sin approving of sin within your heart or rejecting sin and fighting it and battling it there's two those are two different characteristics character traits and ways to live as a human being okay one is a christian they're battling sin the other most likely does not know God. They are not saved. They may live a Christian lifestyle, but their actions, when you really get to know them, their actions in their heart display death because they have anger and bitterness towards other people in their hearts, maybe other brothers and sisters in the church. And they just harbor that bitterness and that anger. And uh, they try to mask it. But if, if they ever open up and they share some of that um, vitriol, hatred that they have for other people and then claim that it's not even though it's very obvious that that it is and you need to let that go then that's evidence of death that's how death speaks someone who knows god and has a, a relationship with him is not going to have that type of attitude towards fellow believers or any people in general because a person who has been born again a person who has been raised to life from this death of separation from God, they're going to have a basic general understanding of the love of God. Because that's what you get when you come to know God. You get the love of God and you have this basic understanding of that. And when you have that, you can't hate. So if you do have perpetual hatred in your heart towards someone and bitterness and anger, it's evidence that God's not there. And that, listen, I know, I know what I'm saying. This is serious. This is serious stuff. And I think too often Christians try to sugarcoat sin 
and uh, we we make so light of it. Well, God forgives and God forgives and God forgives. And you're right. God can forgive any sin. But that does not mean sin is forgiven if you are actively living in it. You can't just give approval of it and live in it and embrace it as your lover and then say, oh, well, I'll just ask God for forgiveness. I'll just go to confession and ask for forgiveness and everything's going to be okay. Really? Because you might say it with your mouth, but is that what's in your heart? Because God is looking at your heart, not the words you say. And that's what actually matters. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer in his heart. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. We cannot live in sin, persistently live in sin, embrace it, love it, give approval of it, grasp hold of it, marry it into our conscious life, and call ourselves a Christian. And that is the main point that John is making here. We must take sin seriously as Christians. We must take it seriously. We must recognize it for what it is and not get be light about it and, and give approval of it. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, as the Bible always tells us, love God with all your heart. Seek after to know and love God. If you want to be someone who displays the love to your brothers and sisters in Christ, love God first. He's the one that teaches you how to love through this sinful world. Thank you for joining me. Have a blessed day. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.